nobody there. Michelle, what's going on? Oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? Oh. oh. music ain't even started. Oh, <laughs> you better come through, okay? That first stunt don't count. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stoney. Yes, girl. Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything going down on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 6. We're back. It's another episode, All-Star 6, episode 3. We are chugging along. Let's get into the gig. Yes, yes. mama. You wanted a twist? We're back. Oop. Yes, God. <laughs> Come on, grass. Come on, butterflies. <laughs> Come on, rainbows. <laughs> oh, gosh. my gosh. Laconja is... is just so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> what a pleasure to have her back on the show. I know. Oh, my gosh. We're getting yes. ahead of ourselves. Yes, we are getting ahead of ourselves. So let's go ahead and just see how Jamal and Stoney are doing this week. What's going on? What's new in your lives? What do you want to tell the children? I'm doing great over here. It's been like a chill week at work. Thank goodness, because I have needed a break. Um, it's been fun to kind of dig more into my real estate bag. That's been exciting going to more um in-person office meetings with no mask whoa rebels risky over here but we have to get back to real life i guess so still being safe of course but um vaccinated so doing what we can and i had the pleasure of um chatting right before our session recording at the time of this podcast <laughs> chatting with the um caleb and digo of the ants humans and stars podcast and that was a lot of fun so i'm in my podcasting bag today <laughs> yes girl i was watching a little bit of that before we started recording and it's very interesting so i would recommend you all go over and check them out yeah i thought it was really fun i helped them introduce a new segment so i kind of took over as like partial host and um also got to talk a little bit about what we do here on tfc yes girl pretty soon you'll just take over their whole podcast <laughs> i won't play my seth card yet <laughs> yes jamal's ants humans and stars <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well what about you stony what's new in your life um not a whole lot just i don't know biking and like biking in nature <laughs> that type of thing are you walking the children in nature also yeah i'm biking and walking <laughs> the children through nature it sounds like you're dragging the children through nature <laughs> <laughs> i'm dragging <laughs> children behind my bike through nature like <laughs> Stoney's guide service is called Three Blind Mice. And we're mice. not using wagons either. We're just dragging <laughs> yeah, them through girl, nature. I'm, I'm calling CPS, girl. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who let you have this responsibility, but we need some CPS <laughs> up in this bitch. 
Oh, we are also it's, getting ready for um, <laughs> hetero correspondent Nick and wife of hetero correspondent Nick Steph to visit this weekend. Yes, Ooh. they'll be visiting this weekend. Our first like house guests since the panini panties happened. Did you guys get them an axe bouquet to welcome them to your home? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we've showered our home in Axe and like super extra like uh, uh, air fresheners. So yeah. we're ready for them. Ew, Axe is not allowed anywhere in this household. Maybe just yeah. put some like old spice on the walls and stuff so they feel at home. Fuck no. They know better coming up here. There's yeah. like Prada and Gucci and Dior around this bitch. Yes, girl. Oh my gosh. Well, that should be a fun weekend for you and Stoney. Yes. And um, yeah. Are you keeping time. cool on your end? Are you melting? Girl, I'm trying. It's finally cooled down. So we're like at normal summer temperatures of like 80s and 90s. And so I'm like fully okay with that because I thought I was going to die last weekend and I almost <laughs> did. Those numbers were intense for the Northwest. I have never seen numbers like that for our regions. Yes, girl. We broke the record for like the hottest temperature in Portland. So we hit 115 degrees and it sucked. That's crazy. Like I saw where like your roads were just like melting, which is like (laughs) crazy. Yeah. That was like, me. I'm the road. Yeah. For real. What are, our, what are our roads made out of if that's what the heat can do to them? I don't know. Everyone's just like, this is fine. It's totally normal for the roads to melt. We're fine. <laughs> Everything's great over here. Totally not <laughs> or global warming. At all. Can't be. Absolutely not. No, it's There's not. no just, way. Everything's burning to the ground, but trust me, it's fine. It's this totally can't cool. Be, <laughs> this can't all be the reckoning queen. Like, we have to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> Yes, girl. So it has cooled off here. Um, I got a promotion at work, so that's kind of exciting. Congratulations. Thanks, girl. I'm number one. Congratulations. (laughs) You're number one. Um, What else is going on this week? I don't know. I guess that's kind of the excitement for the week. Um, I watched uh, Black Lightning season four. Oh, I'm still like... I. I need to start season two, but I like Black Girl, Lightning. you need to catch up. Also, I watched, well, I finished the second season of Love, Victor, and I feel traumatized, so. Oh, my God. Why is it, I mean, I guess that's par for the course with queerness. Yeah, the um the whole, like, season is a wild ride. It's, like, with uh, every all the different relationships in with the different characters and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I don't really want to say like the end of it in case people haven't watched it yet, but they, they sure. there's kind of like an open ending, like with one of the relationships. And so you're kind of like, not sure like, Oh, is this person going to this person or to this person? So I guess they're leaving it open for season three, which is fine. But like, I don't know how long I'm gonna have to wait for that. And I am traumatized. Oh my gosh. Love triangle. I can't deal. Who are they going to pick? We need to know. I don't think they're going to pick the one I want them to pick. Is the is, is it Team Jacob or is it Team Edward? Mm, not really sure how to compare it with the show. <laughs> so I'm just going to say Team Bella. I don't know. 
Oh. Fair. Is that a thing? I haven't watched Touché. those movies. Touche. Touche. It totally could be. It totally could be. Yes, girl. But yeah, that's kind of like what I've been watching, what's been going on in my life. So I, I guess we should probably go ahead and get into the episode. Uh, hey everybody welcome back to our honest tea spill of the week we are of course back 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 again to bring you full coverage of all stars six we are in episode four girl the the episodes are just flying by this season oh my gosh is it really episode four? Oh wait maybe it's episode three i can't do math so it's really up to you guys <laughs> to count I was so thrown off for a moment because we got the two episodes the first week, so... Yeah, we're only on episode three. Mentally, (laughs) I'm on episode four. (laughs) Woo! I was like, where was I? You've already moved on mentally to the next episode. (laughs) Don't you remember, girl? They had Dita Ritz as the lip sync assassin. Oh, yes, of course. Gotcha. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yes, girl. And finally, Yara Sophia got voted out. (laughs) Oh. Rude. Okay, this Shots is not fired. on my timeline. <laughs> I don't know. I just picked somebody at random, but um, uh, <laughs> yes, girl. So uh, I'm being told that we're on episode three, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> it is episode three. We were a little thrown off with like the dump of Drag Race, but I mean it's All Stars, the top of All Stars, so we're all excited. And, um, I mean, we're getting into it. The girls' relationships are starting to kind of come to a head. We're seeing not necessarily who's clicking, but kind of like um, who's gravitating towards each other and for what reasons. They're still feeling out the judging and how they're going to make decisions. It's getting yes, interesting. Girl. And I, I do have a serious question before we like get too far into this podcast. Well, for Jamal and Stoney, do you have problems farting on the dick because your tuck is too tight? <laughs> oh, you know, I've never had that problem. I keep it, I keep it contained, keep it tight and right at all times. Man, Yara, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> After in the any past, position. Like, three seasons when <laughs> Michelle and Rue have been like, this is so raunchy. Yara gave us the most raunchy thing of all time. Yeah. didn't even bleep didn't, it out. <laughs> I did not know how to process it when it happened. I was like, okay. I guess we're going there, girl. Go off, sis. <laughs> <laughs> That's like oddly specific. Yeah. Yara. <laughs> There's some familiarity there. Sounds like something she's been through. <laughs> For all real. right <laughs> all right we gotta swerve back on track girl <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh at the beginning of this episode jiggly caliente has sashayed away uh r.i.p jiggly we'll see what this game within a game is but um I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna count Jiggly out. We'll see how she measures up to the other queens. Yeah, it's not necessarily like she sashayed away. It's more like, yeah, like you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. That's right. You need to go back to your hotel room, but this party's closed. Which is like the worst possible scenario of all time. Like, <laughs> oh great, I have to just. I can't fucking leave, and I have to stay on this shitty show Here's that I got so- eliminated from. Stony's keeping it real. <laughs> Yeah, you're just stuck in your hotel like, well, at least I don't have to wake up early for a challenge, I guess. I don't know. I appreciate that. Tell a bitch what's up. Yes, girl. So 
then they elim- uh, examined the lipstick to find out uh, Trinity was the only one that picked Yara's name other than uh, Jiggly Caliente. So Trinity says that she picked Yara's lipstick because she wasn't working as hard as Jiggly making her outfit. And I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yes. But it's also like she did pick your lipstick too. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a combo of both. It is. And there's no, like, no matter what Trinity says, it's one of those situations. Like, she, even if she means it from the bottom of her heart, no one is going to read it as such because, unfortunately, the way society paints um, scenarios, you have to be against something or someone. So, oh, you picked my name first. So, if I'm picking your name, it can't just be, you know, because of your performance. It has to be because you picked my name first. So no matter what Trinity says, even if she means it from the bottom of her heart, that it's like, this is just based on your report card. That's not how the fans or the viewers are going to take it. So save your breath listeners. Let's move on. Yeah. Trinity's playing an interesting game. I think she's kind of playing her own strategy, which we'll see how that pans out for sure. I mean, yeah, we'll see where it goes. It's, you never know what you're going to get with all stars, especially when it's been a while for the Queens. Yeah. It's anyone's game. Yes, girl. So RuPaul comes up in the workroom and tells the Queens that in this week's maxi challenge, they will have to start in commercials for their side hustle business. (laughs) (laughs) side hustle i don't even know what i would be like slinging i don't know girl it's the gig economy so who knows what's gonna happen maybe we could have been like the podcast girls we just have all the podcasts oh yeah that's true we could be the podcast queens except these queens would like get more like listeners instantly because they're on oh my gosh true i would be like the cake maker or something like you know sorry you can't see that on the show smacking fat asses of the pit crew my side hustle would be like walking dogs like that's what i'm gonna do when i retire okay i'm definitely not watching that scene (laughs) what if she's in a fierce like six inch pump it's definitely not that exciting yeah, I'm definitely gonna pass on this one. No one, no one wants to see a poodle walking a poodle. <laughs> yeah, we're not green lighting this flick, girl. Okay, so cake maker does. We'll get permission before we slap any asses. Yes, girl. You need to get that in writing. Yes, yeah, signed. Yes. So in order to determine the groups, RuPaul has them organize themselves by hair color. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would be stupid. <laughs> we're. <laughs> where would you even start i don't know girl uh but oh in, my gosh in all reality uh they have Ru- uh, rupaul has them order up by height so from shortest to gigantic like eureka this was an interesting twist because we know how production likes to set shit up so this threw me off a little bit yeah, girl. I just want to know like which producer was in the back like calculating all the per- all the people's heights and like Yes. <laughs> I want to see the notes. Who figured this out? You know out? this was like rigged right from the start. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. all rigged, girl. <laughs> so team 1 is Ginger, Jan, Akiria, and Silky who will be providing a rent a queen service. An escort service. I mean, not really, but (laughs) yes. Yes and yes. 
<laughs> Isn't it actually like sensual companions? Um, it's actually called Rent-A-Queen <laughs> because they call it Rack. So maybe you didn't watch the episode or something that I watched. <laughs> sensual companions. It sounds like a pen pal service. That's what Jan said. Is Remember, it? it's sensual companions <laughs> at Rent-A-Queens. This ain't misconnections, girl. Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's my notebook? This is getting out of control, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> That's so appropriate. Oh my god. All right. So to continue on, team two is Raja, Yara, Trinity, and Pandora Bach, who will be providing a drag fixer service. <laughs> this one sounded fun from the start. Yes, girl. Like this is some home improvement shit. Like, like HD TV, <laughs> you know. Fix it, bitch. You better fix it, bitch. Like I just kept thinking that Britney Spears song, "Work, bitch." You better work, bitch. Free Britney. <clears throat> Not Bill Cosby. Oh no, Bye. we didn't ask for that. <laughs> Nobody asked for that. <laughs> no. They fucking would have let him out during COVID for his pudding, but now he just gets out. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Bye. He just wants to eat those pudding pops in the summer. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on. Team three is Kylie, Scarlett, and Eureka, who will be providing an exorcism service. Ew. A trio, if you're nasty. Yes, girl. Come on, Conjuring. Let's get sickening. Menage a <laughs> Let's play the clapping game. <laughs> First clap, bitch. <laughs> My ass don't do that very well. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll work that out for the next one. <laughs> then go into the studio to tape their commercials with Michelle Visage and Ross Matthews. I was um, wondering if these like um, velour suit situations are like a sponsor of the show because Ross's jacket looks similar to Michelle's blue jacket that she wore on the runway last week. Is that Ooh, just me? I don't know. Maybe conspiracy theory. I don't know. Queen. I see a very similar sharp pointed collar and velour material. Yes, girl. So after the taping of the scenes, the girls asked Silky if she's okay and she says that um, after season 11, she got a lot of hate from fans, her colleagues, and even club promoters who wanted to cancel her shows. So she's being very cautious on how she's being portrayed this season. I think that's very fair. I mean, ourselves included, like we were unsure about Silky and we had our discussions about it on the show. But there's a lot of people out there that do not have constructive and productive conversations and just tear the queens down so i'm not shocked to hear that silky is she's trying to survive and be out here and live like the rest of us and how can she do that if promoters and people who control the coin in a sense are blocking her i mean i feel bad for silky that she received that much hate like I know on her season, we were very like critical of her, but we were never like hateful towards her. But I just we're feel constructive. I feel bad because it's like 
for her to like come on this season and like be a totally different person, it's like the reason you're an all stars is because you're silky. Right. You have like this like very outspoken personality. You're very like out there and you're just, you know, you're an extrovert for you to be like an introvert on all stars. Doesn't make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. so I, I don't know. It just, I don't understand why she was trying to do all that. Like, I guess she was just really hurt from the comments, but I'm like, girl like you just need to like be your own self well it's kind of like i wonder if she's living in this space of over editing because she's just stuck in her head about oh did i portray a better me whatever that is you know um to the viewers did i do this today or oh i didn't think i did this well and it's just this whole spiral so definitely i'm sure it was like hitting her in all directions Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I get it because, like, I wasn't, like, a big fan of her on season 11. But on All Stars, like, I'm really enjoying her. So, like, I kind of think maybe for Silky it would be beneficial to kind of go somewhere in between the two. Yes. Like, in between season 11 and All Stars. And I think she would, like, really find her groove there. Yeah, it's like what we've talked about before. You can't communicate the same message to different groups of people. You have to know how to communicate to all the groups. So finding that balance as an entertainer and performer, I'm sure, is very tricky. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, it's like on one hand, part of me is like, well, I like Silky, how she presented herself on All Stars. But on the other side, I feel kind of guilty for that as well, because she didn't get to truly be herself. So I don't know. It's kind of confusing, I guess, for me internally. But I am a fan of Silky now. So I guess that is a win, like. You know, she's probably won over lots of other fans like me. For sure. I think that Silky is definitely someone who can bounce back from a moment like this and turn it into an opportunity and a greater platform for the message. Yes, girl. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about the advertisements. Which one was your favorite? Ooh, the advertisements. (laughs) Yes. Well, for me, I thought Fix It Bitch was the best one because, like, I think Pandora did it right. Like, she kind of guided it and made it to where it was like, let's keep it simple. Like, it just needs to be funny and simple. And that's exactly what they did. Like, it was all just like each person kind of had their own part, like Yara about the meaty tuck. <laughs> um, and, like, that was funny. Yeah. And they just had funny moments where, like, Trinity with, like, the cliffhangers. And they're all just kind of like had their little moment and it wasn't complicated. You understood the story. You watched it and you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was just overall, it was just really good. I agree. Yeah, most definitely. I think, um, you know, Yara is just so like kooky and weird that like it doesn't even matter what she says. Like people are just going <laughs> to laugh, you know? For so, real. Yes. Like what did she say? I don't know. Ha 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 ha. There's so much meat in here. I <laughs> And the expressions on her face and the wigs she wears, like, it's just like, okay, Yara, like, you're just funny, so whatever. And it's not, like, making fun of her for, like, where she's from or, like, her accent. It's literally, like, her personality. Like, I think if Yara was the driest fucking bitch from L.A., like, that kookiness is, like, what makes 
the spice that much more special. No, it's not the accent. Like that's the thing. It's that's, not. It's just that. who she like, is. If that were the case, we'd all think like Cynthia Lee right. Fontaine was hilarious, but we don't. <laughs> like we think Yara is because she's just like so fucking wacky. Like <laughs> Yara is wacky. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I think. Yeah, I mean, I really do think that they got the order of the teams right. Um, the next one, which would be like the safe team, would be team three, which is Kylie, Scarlett, and Eureka, who were exercising, mm-hmm. like jazzercising <laughs> to the demons. Jazzercising to the demons. Ryan Murphy, if you are listening, that better be an episode, like a season of American Horror Story. Yes, girl. Getting fit with demons. Jazzercising to the demons. It can be a whole thing, like a fitness studio staff <laughs> or something. Come on. I see yes. it. <laughs> I mean, the casting for this was like perfect. Like I couldn't imagine anyone else doing anything else. Like Scarlett and Kylie as like the exercise people was perfect. I really think Kylie, like, I have to say about her, like she's just so comfortable being herself and who she is like, and I think the judges kind of commented on this as well, but it's like, she is just such a good, like she wasn't being like over the top or funny or anything. She just did a really good job. And you're just like, wow, like she's really comfortable at being fucking Kylie. Like, (laughs) and she, she took the direction well too. She, they're like, you should be a little bit louder, you know, do, you know, keep make sure you're still expressing well and she's like okay okay cool and just like takes it and runs and applies it really Mm -hmm. you know i was very happy to see in the end like she had a good product with the challenge because she does take notes very well and i noticed that as well she's very quick to pick up on it there was no ego she was just like all right and she applied the changes and it was fun yeah definitely i i yeah i really enjoyed this one a lot like for them taking like exercising demons to like actually being like exercise i think that was really like a creative jump and a really it smart was. idea and eureka was really great as the possessed oh, one oh that broke her headboard <laughs> The whole, like, even when they were talking about it, like, when the girls were saying, they were doing the, um, Scarlet was doing, like, the, the curl motion, and she's like, yeah, oh, crunches. look, I'm doing crunches, and the girls, <laughs> Eureka and Kylie are like, girl, those are not crunches, and she's like, well, what are these, then? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing whatever and, this is. And Eureka was so, like, believable as that exorcist bitch, because I was scared, and I was entertained. And, like, Eureka's really good at doing that kind of over-the-top character. Like, I remember on season 10, her doing the baby, <laughs> like, on the talk show. Yeah. Um, yes. No, I am like, the baby. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's so funny because I was not, like, a Eureka fan at all. And, like, between especially season nine and this season and her being on We're Here, like, I'm kind of, like, a Eureka fan now. Like, it's well, kind yeah. of crazy the how my the evolution. opinion has changed. Yeah. The journey. <laughs> yeah, girl. I feel you, too, because there's a lot of queens on the season that I was like, uh, they're going to be on here. But it's been like a whole different story like i really enjoy uh scarlet now i never really liked scarlet on her original season um i like raja i like silky yeah um 
there was one more oh yeah eureka and so yeah it's like i'm kind of like on board with all of these queens now so there's mm-hmm. quite like a turnaround with uh this character arc that a lot of the queens have which is good that's the whole point they're on all-stars now that's right we want to see the growth and i echo seth and sony yes girl so just to talk about our bottom group we have you know ginger jan akira and silky this was not rack city bitch <laughs> 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 it just wasn't i mean there's just a lot going on like i'm like, saying like that's the problem like it it really was just like a jumble it was a lot like i feel like there was a lot of good moments i do feel like the ginger moment as richard simmons was very overhyped like i didn't think it was actually that funny to me oh, like i, I loved it, it. <laughs> Really? Well, I, it was funny because it's like Ginger Minj, who's completely I mean, comfortable in their skin, a heavier person, like, you know, making fun of themselves. And we love to see that. That's the energy we need. People who are comfortable in their skin. But I'm more like, was it enough to see this? Because we know that Ginger is this person. So, yeah. of course, this moment was funny. Was it enough to save the entire group? Like, I don't to think me, so. No. Because I enjoyed that moment too. Don't get me wrong. I thought, I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought Ginger and Jan were the two best in that group. The two moments that killed it for me was when Jan called it sensual companions and then Ginger <laughs> was just like, go fuck yourself. So yeah. that part. And then also the part where Jan was like, and... 17 easy payments <laughs> 99 i thought that was yeah. really funny as well well i guess i think i kind of like align maybe more with silky's thought process on this because to me i thought like jan akiria and silky were a little bit like forgettable in this scene like to me the only things that i can remember being entertaining were ginger minge yeah and it, yeah. I think that is because it was such like, not I'm not going to say mess, but it was kind of like a jumble compared to like the other skits. It wasn't as structured, I guess is maybe the word, because there's even a moment where Silky like sacrificed one of her lines and gave it to Akira. So then you've got Akira and Silky kind of bouncing in the scene between these roles and there's nothing that's maybe been practiced like fully and throughout from start to end with this group because it's just like a free for all and you've got Jan doing Jan and you've got Ginger doing Ginger and then you've got Akaria and Silky trying to figure it out so you put all that together and it's you land in the bottom yeah when it's clear too there was the idea was too complicated they were all trying to like you know put themselves like, you know feature themselves and it all just kind of like did not come across well but also at the same time mm-hmm. like they you can tell they were very unorganized as as a team as well yeah. because like even when they were shooting the scene like michelle was like have you practiced this lotion thing because like you only get one chance to do it and they're like no we haven't yeah i noticed that too it's like damn y'all haven't even practiced like the props like if you miss that moment it's just not going to happen yeah. and then you're instantly in the bottom because the panel is confused Right, exactly. So, I mean, there were just, there were definitely mistakes, like, made there. I thought, like, 
I, I like Silky, but I think the where they go, um, oh, like get a group special, and then she kind of rolls into the scene. Like that was just kind of awkward. So I don't know if that was like if we can blame that on the editing or if it was just a bad idea. Yeah, I felt I felt the same way about that, and also just thinking about the group as well. There's too many cooks, like too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks. There's. <laughs> Too many cooks. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Stony jingle. And um, <laughs> there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Everyone's doing their own thing. And it's what happens when you get a group of queens that might feel a little comfortable. Because I'm not going to say everyone felt like, oh, this is my gig. This is what I do. But there is enough of that in this group for them not to care enough and to land in this position. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I don't think it was like horrible. Like we've definitely seen some horrible ones in the past, but it just Mm -hmm. was definitely the worst of the three groups. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Come through, Gia. (laughs) Come through. All right, you all, let's go ahead and take a quick little break here. And when we come back, we'll get into the runway and finish out this episode. Sounds good. Yes, God. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to discuss the runway. The category this week is Redemption Runway. They are taking the chance to improve a fashion faux pas from a previous season and glowing it up. Which ones do you think were the most successful? You know, I thought that Sonique looked really fun. Like, it was very gaga but it was still very her i was more excited about the um scarlet look because i remember us like ragging on that entry look yes and being like girl okay don't rely on that body but this talk about a comeback like this was a beautiful garment the hair and makeup was so appropriate i was feeling the fantasy yes we talk about like queens that aren't getting credit this season and scarlet is one of the queens not getting credit like her looks have been absolutely phenomenal and like even her talent i really enjoyed like i don't know like i don't know why she keeps getting saved like she needs to like be in the top like very soon because i've really enjoyed her yeah i think scarlet pandora and kylie are kind of flying under the radar right now so i'm interested to see what happens like later in the season with them so it's kind of hard to gauge but um yeah i guess another one that i thought was a really good glow up was raja o'hara like this look is so much better than her farm to runway i love it it was so smart to have a clear platform heel because it gave the illusion that she was the tree and instead of having the burlap pant it was kind of like you know loose roots as a shawl i i loved it yeah, and Raja's also done really good this season, but I, I enjoyed that also. Like, that design that she had in her original season was, like, really... Like, I love the concept of it, but... It, it was just, ambitious. She wasn't able to, like, put it together, so right. this is really nice to see. You know, I think uh, Akira also is a pretty good glow-up. Like, 
the outfit to me wasn't like so flashy, but it's definitely better than that butterfly not caftan <laughs> that she did the first time. <laughs> yeah, um, her base jumper suit. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> she's like a flying squirrel in season 11, and now she's wearing a caftan. <laughs> I did think Jan's dress is pretty. I would have done different hair, though. This is very like Real Housewives of um, Drag Race or something. But the thing is with Jan, like I really enjoyed that look because it was very much like... Um, I mean, I know it was like a remake of her entrance look, but like it's very much like high school, yeah. like with the the bands that she had. Yeah, like, varsity jacket. Yeah, like a varsity jacket. jacket. Like so, yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't. I saw like a lot of people online like trashing it, but I'm like, I thought it was good. Stony, that means you understand fashion. Congratulations, <laughs> you graduated, girl. Yeah, I would say for me, Jan's outfit was like nothing special. Like, yes, it was definitely a glow up from the previous season, but it still felt a little too simple for me personally. Like, it wasn't a bad look, but it just wasn't a look that would like be like, oh my God, Jan looked great. She should win this week. Yeah, I mean, if it were a brand, if it were a challenge on branding, absolutely she would win. You can't deny that. Yes, girl. And I think that Silky, this outfit is so not like so good. Like it's so much of an improvement. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the judges sometimes they need to stop being so literal with what they're asking for. Not to mention they don't even know what they're asking for half of the time. Right. Because like this is a glow up challenge. I could sit here and argue that the opposite of blue is red, but we don't have time to get into that. (laughs) So, I mean, she did the challenge. It was a glow up. It's still disco. She's giving you fringe, sparkly. It's just a literal different color. Like, get over yourselves and appreciate the look (laughs) right yeah i think they were definitely a little bit too hard on silky with their critiques um another queen that i thought they were really kind of too hard on was ginger minge like i didn't think this outfit was nearly as bad as they said it was i don't know about those pants girl i don't i don't mm. i disagree i think ginger minge's look was one of the worst looks that I've seen from her. And I actually think it was worse than her original look. I think it was just too much going on. Like this was an editing opportunity because I liked the crown over the face. I thought that was cool, but I just can't get past the legs and like the rouging and the ruffliness of it all. Like we needed something else there. I don't know, girl. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I don't think it's anything... We have to dress for our size. Like, we have to dress to elongate. Yeah. And I think that this smushed her on the stage. Gotcha. Because we weren't thinking about how the garment would make our bodies look. Yes, girl. I guess this one we may not totally agree on. So if you would like to let us know which which <laughs> opinion you agree with on Twitter, feel free to tweet us at TFC Pod. And I would like to know who uh, what you think about Ginger Minj's runway look. Yes, please. Yes. I did want to also mention that I thought Trinity K. Bonet's look was really good. That was one of my favorite of the night. Oh, yeah. I was um, getting Queen of the Dam vibes. It but was more just clothes. beautiful, I thought. I thought she did a really good <laughs> job with, like, just everything. I thought it was, like, very elegant and, like, dark as well. Like, giving us a little bit of, like, darkness, you know, to our light, to our world. But was it dark? It was so dark. But was the, was the look dark? Like, really dark? <laughs> it was so dark. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. So, I don't know. Do what you want with that, I guess. 
for like for example for me personally that went in one ear and out the other so let's go ahead and move on (laughs) (laughs) how dare you sorry girl she's a rat i can't trust her how dare you i can't trust those pant legs yeah she totally fucked over Silky, and I, I I don't trust Trinity right now. Okay, Trinity does not control we are gonna get the rest of those girls tonight because I want like get no you cannot you cannot sit here and tell me so, that Trinity so. came on team Trinity bitch like do not talk shit about her. I'm on team Silky. There's no Let teams. There's teams. Adults. I mean, I don't even hate Silky. I'm just like don't talk shit about Trinity. It seems like you hate Silky though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you hate Trinity. Uh, maybe to be determined. <laughs> I think it's already determined. I haven't made up my mind. She, I mean, she's definitely wobbling towards one side for sure, for sure. But oh you my know, goodness. the seesaw hasn't hit the ground yet, bitch. All right, so moving on. <laughs> team Fix It, bitch wins, and out of this team. Trinity K. Bonet has taken the win for the day, and I think that she deserved it. Out of her groove, I thought she had some really funny moments. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that she um she stepped up this week. She just kind of like let go. I feel like a lot of these drag race challenges, you just kind of have to really commit and trust yourself, and that's when you tend to do the best. So that part of drag race seems to be correct and works well so congratulations trinity yes girl so uh team rent a queen is the team that ends up in the bottom so all of the bottom girls they go back to the workroom and start pleading their cases as to why they should stay but this is very upsetting to trinity k bonet because no one is congratulating her yeah i mean i would feel a way too because literally every queen before her has gotten that and we get that it's a competition you have to kind of protect your own ass before anyone else's but i especially as a queen of color yes i'm playing that card honey would feel a certain way if i had to just come backstage after my big win and just hear your bullshit like we're sisters right or aren't we we were listening to uh, Silky in the clubhouse earlier. She was saying like, this isn't a sisterhood really. It's like a cousinhood. Well, yeah, but we can't place all of that on Trinity's shoulder. Silky was talking about everyone that picked Silky's lipstick. I don't know, girl. I listened to that clubhouse no, too. You didn't. Silky was mad at Silky was mad at everyone that picked Silky's lipstick. I don't disregard anything that she said. You know, that's her experience. Yeah. And I think that there's more calling out than just Trinity. So that needs to be very clear, especially for you toxics that are listening. Yes, girl. Uh-oh. Then Trinity talks to each of the bottom queens. She tells all of the bottom scenes. They're good to go. We kind of talked about this earlier in the episode. Is there anything that you wanted to add on to what we've already said about this? Oh, I think that we were talking about it off like what might actually be in the episode. But what we were saying was like Trinity's wording was it's very tricky because it's making the queens seem like they're safe. But what some of us online, myself included, with some of the queens, like I'd say like two out of four, it sounded very clear like, oh, don't worry about it. But then the other two were like, oh, be like easeful, which to me means like, you know, relax, you're fine. But you can't say that to people in these scenarios because, again, we can't blame it all on Trinity because she didn't even win the lip sync. And two, 
I mean, it is a mind fuck. It's a competition. So let's have some emotional intelligence. And even the winner is in a position. It's a lot to know how to have those conversations. A lot of us would not know how to have those kind of conversations. Yeah, like, I guess I'm on the other team where it seemed like Trinity was promising everyone that they were safe. And then it seemed kind of shady when she picked Silky. So I guess, like, you know, just interpret it as you will, listeners. Yeah, please do, because it seems weird to me that everyone's, like, placing this on Trinity when Laganja Estranja won the fucking lip sync. Well, like, we need to really move on from what Trinity did, because the rest of the group (laughs) also picked fucking Silky's name. Here's like Silky made clear on the clubhouse. Yeah, here's my thing with Trinity. Like, I feel like she was probably went into it thinking like, okay, I'm just going to make everyone feel comfortable so that they perform and try to kick ass. Like, so it's like, and that's not a promise, right? Like they're not trying to like make anyone feel like out of place. So for me, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to tell everyone. So that way, when I go into the lip sync, no one's like, like a nervous fucking wreck, basically. Right. She's trying to be cautious about like, it, but the queens are mad in the moment. I don't know. I don't understand why the fan base is mad at Trinity right now. Like, it makes no fucking sense to me. Like, no clue at all. Honestly, I watched the episode and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm like Team Trinity now. <laughs> she's playing like, the game. So I don't really understand the hate that she's getting or why people are upset at her. So. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, she's playing the game. And at the end of the day, like, she didn't even win the lip sync. So, like, if you're going to go this in on Trinity, I fully expect all of you to go in on the others just as much. And, you know, I'm here to call you out. Definitely, girl. And, um, you know, just to, like, kind of clarify, like, I was being kind of extra about Trinity earlier. But I'm not mad at Trinity. But I can, I'm just, I can see why people are upset like i can see both sides of it you know oh i can too absolutely I, yeah so i, I, mean, I don't I hate i'm not i don't hate trinity and i'm not mad at her i just wanted to make that clear <laughs> right reason falls in different places for for some people yeah <laughs> yes girl um so then trinity's back on the main stage because she did win the challenge so she meets her lip sync assassin which this week is laganja estranja Yes, queen. So pumped about this. This was a killer yes. lip sync. Yes, it was. Oh that my entry. God. Oh my God. Laganja, like she hasn't been back since her original season. But talk about somebody that has like the most I- iconic entrances of all time. Like her season on season six and then all star season six. Like, oh, come yeah. on. I still use that gift. Like she's fucking amazing. Like I love her so much. Yes, girl. And also, like, congratulations to her because she's recently came out as trans. So uh, that's really mm-hmm. awesome that she finally feels comfortable. Yes. Snaps to Laganja. Fans of the show and of Laganja and the House of Edwards. All things Laganja really know this journey. Not maybe, like, deeply. We don't know the trans side of her story, but we've seen her on Drag Race and with the House of Edwards and just kind of figuring out her way in drag. And it's not like Laganja is even anyone that gives you a lot of her business. So it's nice to kind of see her kind of reemerge as this new person. And it's very exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited for her. And that is one actually like gift that I feel like drag race has given us. Like if you look at the like glow ups and how like beautiful, like everyone looks 
after they come out as trans. Like if you look at like a Gia or Jiggly or Kylie. Peppermint. They, they all look just look yeah, Peppermint. They all just look freaking like they're just like love their life and they feel so much better about themselves and they just have like a glow to them. So I'm like, I'm looking forward to seeing like the Laganja glow. Like she's already glowing, but I want to see what she looks like now and how happy she is. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) yes, girl, definitely Laganja wins this lip sync. But I do think, (laughs) I do think we need to give (laughs) some credit to Trinity because she was not like wet noodle or anything like that. Like (laughs) she definitely held her own and and like, it was really a competition. Oh yeah, Trinity's a dancing queen, so I expected a little fight, but I mean, Laganja came and slayed with all the kablams and shlams and whams and splits and pows and kapows all over the stage. I love Trinity's outfit, and I also love that Trinity was like, don't bring her back again. Yeah, (laughs) and it was funny too, and she's like, that first stunt doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that entry was everything. I was like, who is is Casper here to lip sync? Like, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so uh, because Laganja wins the, ch- the lip sync, she gets to announce who will be going home. This is the group's decision and not Trinity K. Bonet's. This means that Silky Nutmeg Ganache must sashay away. Yes. Um, sad day. I was not expecting it. Like I starting this episode, I did not know that this was the way it was going to go. And I did not necessarily want to see Silky go. But this is all stars. It's really the wild, wild west of drag. Yeah, definitely. Like be- before the epi- or before the season started, like I saw Silky being in the finale, so I was pretty mm-hmm. shook that she was eliminated on episode three. And I feel like I wanted to see more. Like I wasn't ready for her to go. <laughs> yeah, and um, if you were able to tune into the clubhouse listeners, um, Silky alluded like something was coming next week. So I feel like we're either gonna see something else with like the game within a game or like. Are we going to see Silky make some kind of like R.T. Simone return? <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned next week, girl, to episode five, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode five, but really four. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out next week. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that was the episode. Um there were a couple moments from uh, Jan Tucked that I would like to discuss. Oh, shit. Jan Tucked. <laughs> um, I just really enjoyed the moment between Akira and Silky, where Akira was like, you know, if you have to vote for me, like, there's no hard feelings, girl. Like, I just want one of us to, like, win, basically. And I thought that was a really mm-hmm. awesome moment. I did, too. And that's how you know a real bitch when you see one. It's like, listen, do what you need to do. And you walk the walk, too. These are two people who can say these words and they actually apply them and they can move forward and be good Judies. There's not going to be any like underlying drama or, you know, messiness lingering. Right, right. Um, and then the other moment is we kind of get to see Scarlet and Raja. Like, clearly they've already made up in the past, but they kind of discuss it on the show. So um, it's, you know, I don't know. This this felt a little bit forced, but it was, I mean, it's just always nice to see people, like, getting along. So I was, like, here for it. <laughs> well, our lists, like, our fans of Drag Race and viewers of Drag Race, like, they need to see moments like this. Yeah, that's the only way like, they'll be able to get past it. <laughs> 
it's literally the only way they'll be able to understand, like, you know, even barely comprehend what's even happening most of the time. And I I respect you listeners, but some of y'all can do better on the comprehension front. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll say it. (laughs) Yes, girl. So that was Jan Tucked. Uh, So I'll go ahead and throw it on over to Stoney, who can let us know how this fantasy league is going. Yes, girl. So this week I had a little bit of a... um, I don't know, drop from my first two episode performance. Oh. Um, But I will say I'm still in the lead with 75 points. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) And then Jamal's in second place with 40 points. Congratulations, Jamal. And congratulations, Seth. You're in last place with 20 points. Yay, I did it, girl. (laughs) Congratulations. You're number three. I picked a team just bad (laughs) enough to let Stoney win. (laughs) oh my gosh friend of the show jonah has leaked into our fantasy league situation participation ship i hope jonah beats stoney yes listeners probably um, will well (laughs) not right now but we'll get there so (laughs) jonah has akiria eureka kylie and raja on their team and they've got zero points this week but it's only episode three so you just never know what's gonna happen and listeners you can join too so go to thanksforcomingpodcast.com it's right on the home page or check our link tree for the instructions on how to join the fantasy league and what to do yes girl. there's a prize involved so Maybe. let's see the participation <laughs> oh no i think there's a t-shirt involved we'll see if no one else challenges then I guess Jonah just wins. <laughs> well, if Jonah's the only one that plays, I'll get him something extra special. Ooh, double-ended dildo? I mean, if they're into that. I mean, sure. Right in, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to I get a hold of us. that's in our store, right? Double-ended dildo? <laughs> yeah, it says TFC pot on it. Ah! <laughs> it's... One, one end says TFC, the other end says uh, pod. pod. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not pride colored. No, it's it's just uh, black and thick and long. Ooh, yes, girl. With white light, with white lettering is what I'm seeing. This is how I'm imagining it. Oh my it. gosh! Yes, girl. Pink. Who's excited? Make sure I am. I bet you all want to join now, you little bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's too fucking late, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stoney's like rule change (laughs) and cut off (laughs) oh my gosh well this has been another fun week at thanks for coming the most magically gay podcast thank you so much for tuning in make sure you do leave us reviews and ratings we love those only if they're five stars of course and uh, don't forget to check out below in the description you can find links to donate money to us if you're enjoying the work that we're putting out for you and um any other links to really anything else you'll need to do anything you know like twitter insta email all that fun stuff it's all down there so make sure you go play with those links (laughs) all of it we hope you're staying safe warm happy and healthy wherever you are i mean cool safe cool because some of y'all are being burnt to a crisp out there and we see you (laughs) stay warm stay hydrated and thanks for listening to the show Yes, girl. And until next week, bye. Bye. Bye.
or whatever. Stoney's like the Aubrey yeah, Plaza do whatever of the show you want. It's fine. <laughs> I'm out of here. It's like, whatever. <laughs>